Okay, the next question I'm going to ask you is how much money you have raised for nonprofits, for uh, um, as donations. Um, what have you, Club Fred, what has Club Fred raised to this date that they gave away? Well, you know, I'd like to be able to tell you as of this date. My shot would have been eight million at this point. I would, I would venture to say you're probably very close. Yes. Very close. Um, um, I stopped counting at five million. Yeah. But, but I also add that you know we didn't raise, we personally did not raise every one of those five million dollars, but we would play low fee, no fee for those organizations that that did raise that money. Right. So I would say that we helped to raise five to eight million dollars. Yeah. And and you know we did that as I said before, either playing for free or or, or, or very low fee, and that in and of itself has gotten us front of some rather remarkable things. Again, if you give, yes. you just stand there long enough, something comes back and right yes. between the eyes, Alice, right, you know, yes. and we've got some interesting things out of that yeah, as well. So it's, it's amazing. And you continue to do that. You continue to do that. And it's, you know, we're talking to you, but it's not just you. It's Club Fred. These the entire band is in the same mindset. You, yeah. you guys rehearse every Tuesday night. Okay, um, there's full dedication to the band, to the music that your audience likes and the music that will attract new audiences and, you know, uh, sponsor many more wonderful experiences. Uh, we say endless thanks to uh, you for that, uh, for that work. Well, we appreciate it too because it keeps us off the streets, you know, off the street yeah. corners. We don't steal yeah. near as many hubcaps as we used to. We just don't have time anymore. That's you know? it. Can That's I tell it. my Mark Farner story? Yes. May I? Yes. Mark Farner, who was the lead guitarist, lead singer, and composer of 92%, he tells me, 92% of the hits of Grand Funk Railroad, was my, uh, besides Felix, was my number number two. They're both number one to me, but he was my number one rock star when I was born. I was a we were three-piece band, the Pharaohs. Yes. Okay. We were Grand Funk wannabes, um, but I could never afford to buy a ticket to go see them. Yeah. Never saw them live. So disappointed. So then, about twenty years ago, I just had to be. Uh, never saw them perform. Never saw. Just listened to their music and loved it. And 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 I just had to be catching a the tail end of a documentary about Grand Funk Railroad. And I said, well, damn, I'm sitting down for this one, okay. Five minutes, I'll take five minutes. That's all there yes. was left, all right? So here's Mark and his delightful wife, Lisa, being interviewed, lamenting the fact that the IRS drove them into bankruptcy for 27 years. And I sat forward mm -hmm. and I'm saying, no. They did not, not to my Mark Farner, they didn't do that. They wouldn't have the courage to do something like that to my rock star. And I just flipped out. And I didn't know how or why or what, how I was going to do it, but I was going to see if I could help him. Yeah. As it turned out, I was on my way to see Boots in Nashville, mm -hmm. and Mark's agent, 
duh, was in Nashville. Mm -hmm. So I found him on the web, and uh, we, we had a, a quick conversation about this, this IRS thing, <clears throat> and he invited me to his office in Nashville when I was visiting with Boots. So uh, I indeed did go to Nashville, met with him, and he told me this story that, and, and I'm not telling any, any stories out of school here because right. uh, 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 Mark, it is known, it, it is known and, and he wrote about it in his book. Um, great, great, great from, from Gunsmoke to Grace. I, I'm, I'm, I'm slaughtering the, the title of his book. But anyway, it's a great book. Um, um, so what happened was at the peak of their success, the uh, Grand Funk Railroad put $100,000 into a limited partnership in oil and gas, a tax shelter. Now, I know all about those things because yes. this is what I do for a living. Okay? Right. I didn't know that, that was the, the, the trigger, but now I'm going, oh, tell me more about that, you know? So apparently, uh, they put, uh, uh, put $100,000 in so they each had a third. And then about a year or two after they, they split up, after they had bought this, this the invest in this tax shelter, the IRS came back and disallowed the tax shelter, saying it was a sham. Uh, and since I had put a lot of my own clients into these kinds of programs, I knew the legitimacy of those things, and I just couldn't figure out why. So, um, Mark's two guys in the bands immediately settled with the IRS. Remember, they had $33,333.33 each one of them right. nice thing. Right. So the two other guys settled for 50 grand with the IRS. And Uncle Sam uh, now expected over a half a million dollars from Mark, from fees, penalties, interest, for 27 years, mm -hmm. that his accountant and his attorney said, fight it, it's legit. Oh, which by the way, cost him an additional half a million dollars. So this $33,000 investment ended up initially costing him a million dollars. So I'm getting all this stuff, I, and, and I said to uh, the agent, I said, I really need to hear this story straight from Mark. Plus I wanted to meet him, God, you couldn't believe it. Yes, okay. absolutely. So, <laughs> Six months later, I find myself in a hotel room in, 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 uh, in the eastern shore of Maryland uh, with Mark, and it's 4 a.m., and he's telling me about all this stuff that happened to him, and the hair is standing up on the back of my neck, and I said, our government did that to you, Mark? He said, oh, yeah. I said, tell you what, wanting to elbow my way further into his life, not knowing exactly how I was going to pull this one out. Right. I achieved... The ultimate. I got myself invited to Mark's house in Petoskey, Michigan for a weekend. Took Louise with me. And, and as soon as I sat down to record the stuff, Mark pulled out his, his acoustic guitar. I got private concert from Mark. I couldn't believe it. Oh. It was incredible. I, I, it's mere mortal, right? <laughs> so I start writing down all the details of this abuse by the IRS. And that was awful. I mean, gut-wrenching, okay? So I said, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I'm going to run with it. He says, okay. As I get back to Delaware and I'm finalizing it, um, the story, uh, it suddenly dawns on me that our very own Senator Roth, Roth IRA, our own Bill Roth, mm -hmm. was heading up a committee 
investigating IRS abuses. Yeah. See, there is a God. Yes. The planets aligned, and he was mm -hmm. waiting for me. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I submitted the story to, to uh, Roth's office. Two weeks later, he gets voted out. I went, okay. But to his credit, his staff continued to shove yeah. on, on this thing, okay? And um, so finally, after 27 years and $500,000 in uh, fees, interest, penalties, etc., uh, Uncle Sam sold them for 150 grand. So I said, write the check. Yeah. Get them off your back. And uh, Mark likes me a lot now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Mark likes you also because both of you are really good, charitable, full of life oh. people. Well, thank you. you know, he is. That's, he, he's that's super, absolutely super true. Yeah. yeah. That's my Mike Farner story, and I'm sticking to it. Pearl's books. Pearl's books. So I decided to write these books dedicated to my mother. They're all about women. I love women. My mother was a woman. Oh, hey, good. Okay. Easy correlation. Easy correlation. I could figure that one out. Okay. okay. So I, I have written three books. They're all entitled Pearls, Women Who Radiate Success. And what I did was I interviewed 62 women. Um, most of them had come from, some uh, were extraordinarily modest means, some gut-wrenching stories, right. that they rose above it to incredible success. Yes. So I wanted to give them the opportunity to tell their story and to, tell, and, and to have it written in such a way that people could read it and say, well, if they could do that, I could do that. Well, of course you could do that. Right. You just didn't know it. Nobody right. gave you permission to do it yet, okay? Right. But everybody has permission to do this, all right? right. So I, I, I wrote this book, and, and I featured uh, some spectacular local women. And, and I want to pull one up, okay? because this is one of my favorites for obvious reasons. Come on, there it is, there it is. Okay, this one. Yeah. Yeah, I finally found something looking for. So this one just happens to be Mrs. Mark Farner. And, and she is... Uh, and, and, and there's Mark and Lisa over there dancing in the music room, by the way. Okay, we took a picture of dancing in the music room. Yeah. And, and uh, Lisa is Mark's road manager. And she is spectacular. Mm -hmm. she, and, and she tells a story about uh, learning something the hard way uh, as the road manager. Uh, they're going across the country in a bus and they stopped. They load up the bus, they leave, they forgot somebody. <laughs> they didn't realize it for half an hour. They came back and the guy's sitting there with a drink. I figured you'd be back to get me. <laughs> so she learned from that instance, always count the heads before you leave the curb. Yes. We all have wonderful, magnificent learning experiences. Fabulous. Oh yeah. That's Lisa. What do you what do you still want to do? I mean, you know, financial success, um, yeah. community, um, uh, you sponsor success. That's my description of you. Um, you know, all the community things that you do, the rotaries, you know, everything down to um, 
you know, helping them unload the truck, you know, for the roadies. Um, for Let's see my hernia. I'm showing my hernia. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of the musicians mm -hmm. have hernias mm -hmm. because of that. So, you know, what's left to do at this point? You know, that is a terrific question that I haven't found an answer to right. yet. Um, well, you operate on this. On putting it out and putting out something positive here and boom it comes back and it becomes this yeah and something happens you know yeah so I have pretty much accomplished everything I want to accomplish mm -hmm. um, um, with regard to my, my my business I love what I do I'm a financial advisor uh, I help people manage their money better quicker faster etc uh, and I get a large charge out of seeing the lights come on when people actually see that they can do this stuff, you yeah. know, and it works. Yeah. Um, um, and I just became president of this company that I've been a member of for uh, more than 40 years uh, just, a couple, uh, just a couple months ago because my partner finally... Congratulations. Thank you. Retired. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out what it, is I, what it is I want to be when I grow up now. Yes. You know, as president of this company. Um, uh, my, my son works with me, my son Brian, Yes. Uh, and he's been with me in the business now 22 years. And, and what I like about what I do is uh, I work for my clients. I'm an independent contractor. Okay. There is a senator here who wants to make me an employee. Mm -hmm. We have already had multiple walks through the Garden of Understanding. Yes. Where that's not going to happen. Right. I've impressed upon him that it's not going to happen. Got you. I told him that if he, he passes this law, that I shall be the first person in America taken out of his office in handcuffs. And I'll have a picture of him on this shoulder, a picture of the other senator on this shoulder, and I warned him, I have a PR list second only to God's. So the country will know who's sending me to jail and why. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if that goes away. I think it's going to go away. Okay. It needs to go away because I don't want to work for anybody else but my clients. And and you know, I, I'm 72 years of age now, and you know I've been doing this work now for over 40 years. Enjoy it, and I'll probably continue doing it till I'm about 80. Because you know it's not it's not good for me to have you know free time. I, I will. I will have food fights, I will run in the hall with scissors, you know, <laughs> so I shouldn't have free You'll time. You'll spend your free time with Vinny. Vinny you on know, the saxophone. Oh, his Vinny. early 80s and the Vinny is 84, God, you know, and, and he's amazing, you know, his yeah. spirit, his enthusiasm, you know, he, he never has a bad day. I've never had, I've never seen him have, have a bad day. Wow. Ever. It's just amazing kind of a guy. And I think music does that for people. I think. I agree. I, I think that's that's the other side benefit that we don't give credit to. Yes. Music because it's always uplifting, and you know, and and some gal that I invited to speak to my clients one time said that if you dance, eleven times a month, you will reduce your chances of getting Alzheimer's by seventy percent. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. It's music. That's right. You know, music can be very therapeutic. Yeah. It, it is, it does. But I don't know what I'm going to do next. I, you know, I'm, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, 
Club Fred will be Club Fred till it ain't Club Fred anymore, I guess. I don't know. Right. Uh, but we're having lots of fun. I won't do it if it's not fun. I'm with you. I like that. And we love being part of the, the Rock and Roll Society. You've done such wonderful things. I, I, I just think it's terrific that you, that you yeah. took that on to do that, Paula, you and George. I, I, kudos. Thank you. And that's why I support what you do, because we have some great musicians around here. And the only one has been recognized has been George Thorogood, you know, and he's super, but we have others that never made it past the door. Right. You know? Right. For various sundry reasons. Uh, and yeah. we had that opportunity. I, I saw it myself with the Pharaohs and Mazakas. And there for a time, the band was even called Capone. I was Capone. Trying to, I'm trying to remember. I knew there was a third And we one. never did anything yeah. with, with, with machine guns or anything. We were just Capone. That's all. Just Capone. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's when Sam Stippo was with us. Okay. Yeah, we were Capone. But oh, yeah. uh, it's my fun. Well, it's my fun. Well, we are eternally grateful, grateful for you, and I speak for the community in saying that they are eternally grateful oh. for you. Not just for the uh, support, okay, but for your attitude. Everybody knows if they're going to see Fred, he's going to make them smile. Everybody knows if they're going to see Club Fred, it's going to be enthusiastic and it's going to be really, really refined musicianship. You know, and I'm not talking about classical music, I'm talking about the fact that these are a group of people very different who work together constantly to make the music better, to, you know, keep their audience more happy, keep them dancing those 11 hours a, a month or 11 times a month whatever you said, so you'll have audience that's uh, older than Vinny. Well, older than Vinny, I hope. Why not? Why yes. not? Yes. As a matter of fact, technology is such that uh, in about two years, they're going to stop the aging process. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. And then soon after that, they're going to be able to reverse the aging process through technology. I just came from a conference where they talked about that stuff. I'm going, so, nice. this is only my fifth time through puberty. I still have six, seven, and eight. There yeah. you go. There you go. You are set, and we will be waiting for it. Hot dogs. Yes. Thank you so much, Fred. Thank you very Thank much, Paul. Thank you. Paula. This Thank was you. a delight, uh, honey. Ditto, ditto, ditto. Okay. Thank you, dear.